0: It's a Bumblecast Mini, sponsored by Hero Squad. Which anime voice do you see fit some of the IDW characters? I personally see Ryuka Matoi's voice fitting Surge. I don't know why. Must be the shouting.
1: I am not the person to ask this kind of question, because I am terrible with voice actors.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> think of, like, characters' voices, then. Think of characters.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen a ton of anime. I haven't seen anime anything in a while, I honestly. God, what was the last thing I watched,
0: Kyle? What was the last thing I watched? I don't know. What was the last thing you watched? Did you did you watch the screen while you were writing words? No, I, I can't do that. I can't watch something that's like uh,
1: a movie or something mm. and write at the same time. Unless <laughs> mm. it's like something I've seen so many times that I'm just putting it on for like comfort noise. Like, I can put on Endgame or Infinity War or the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, and they can just play in the background, and I'll look up every now and again and go, oh, yeah, that bit, and it's fine. <laughs> also, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. That one can just roll in the background, and I don't really look up except for, you shall not pass, and I have to be there <laughs>
0: for that. But ones. That's, that one's very important, yes. That is the most important the last... part of the three of those movies. Easily. <laughs> it peaked
1: there. Yeah. And the rest m- is just kind of a downward slope. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. uh I think the last thing I saw was the uh new Trigun. Uh, and I don't think anybody in there is really applicable to IDW characters. Not even like My Hero Academia or anything. Uh, the last season wrapped up a bit ago and I've been avoiding any other talk because I know the manga is ahead and I don't want to get spoiled there. Oh, okay. Nobody in. My Hero Academia immediately springs to mind for IDW characters, but I might just be missing the forest for the trees there.
0: Yeah, this maybe. like
1: 50 freaking characters you would think somebody would work.
0: I, I, I think Roger Craig Smith would work pretty well for Sonic. Just throwing Bold that out choice. There. Yeah, yeah. old choice. Yeah, yeah. It's a strange idea, but I could see it happening. Since Moebius is basically the opposite of Morbius, I I mean Mobius, what would a Shadow and the Black Arms be like? Would Shadow just be light? Would the Black Arms be the white legs? Don't know why the last part makes me laugh.
1: (laughs) I know we've touched on this in previous Bumblecasts, but uh, short version is Shadow would have been at least the pitch I had in mind would have been sparkles. He's just so happy to see you. He's so friendly (laughs) with everybody and he will murder you. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then the black arms, I don't know if we came up with anything clever for that, but suffice to say that they were uh, traveling from world to world, actually bringing peace and prosperity, like the whole gospel angle or a preacher angle that black doom had would have been legitimate. Uh, But There's only so far I can, you know, whittle with that before it becomes a little unwieldy or, you know, that's so much material for the literal knockoff dimension. Let's spend a little more time with the primary dimension, shall we? Of course, it's all behind us now, so I guess I could just go nuts there if I wanted. What's it going (laughs) to (laughs) hurt?
0: It's true. It's true seeing boom Eggman basically being talented on voice sentence editing I'm wondering would he be an expert on making YouTube poops and how many people would watch those excellent videos I sincerely hate that YouTube
1: poop has become a accepted term it has been, I will be the old man
0: yelling at clouds on this one it, I, Ian the old man is the YouTube poop at this point. Like, YouTube YouTube poop has been around for so long that I think the people who made YouTube poops have kids now. Shut your face. I am not kidding. Uh, (laughs) But yes. It's been nearly like 20 years. Very nearly. Shut up, shut
1: up, shut up. Uh, Yeah, Boom Eggman would definitely be that guy. And you know what? We're even going to go the extra mile. He jumped on the bandwagon after it had been off the racetrack for a while and he's trying to reinvigorate it and by George he actually is entertaining. He finds some way to reinvigorate it and Sonic (laughs) is the only one who doesn't find any of it funny and it's kind of, and then becomes this whole like parody of Invasion of the Body Snatchers where everyone's looking at their phones because of course they have phones on this rustic island and they're all laughing at this stuff and Sonic's like, I don't get it, what's wrong with you people?
0: (laughs) Apparently they have become popular again. Oh uh, yeah, they uh, are. They are resurfacing. The young, the younger generation is discovering them and is very amused. The generation after Gen Z, which I guess is supposed to be Generation Alpha. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I know trends come back, but at this point, it's
0: going to be within yeah. a matter of hours rather yeah. than decades. Yeah, Skibbity Toilet, I believe, is the one that's really popular again. All right. <laughs> Have any of you two heard of the Sonic RPG fan game series as main villain Seek-la-doom? If not, well, I don't know. Talk about steamed hams. Up, oh, add one to the counter.
1: Mm, steamed hams.
0: <laughs> Kyle, he calls them steamed hams when they're clearly grilled. Uh well. they they taste very similar to Krusty Burger, but I don't know. They might not be. I don't know what a Seekla Doom is. Or Sealc Ciel- Ciel- Sealka Doom is. I'm sorry.
1: Man. And I actively avoid fan content, so I don't accidentally
0: rip somebody off. So, sorry. Yep, yep. Do you remember the ice bucket challenge you did years ago? Would you be willing to do it again? It would be cool. Yeah, sure.
1: It was for a good cause. Uh, I might do my research a little better next time, because one of the people I did my call-outs to at the end of my challenge is, like, actively terrified of drowning. Like, it's a legitimate phobia, and that kind of, like, triggered him a bit. And it's like,
0: oh, sorry. Didn't know that. Don't do Don't that. Don't do that again. No, 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 no. No. Oof. While on the topic of old stuff, let's go back even further beyond from 1999 to 2006. Do you remember Other M? How proud of you your creation now? We've talked about this before. Come on, Yeah. It's listen. it's bad.
1: It's it's cringeworthy bad but the amount of work that so many talented people put into it for the sake of contributing to the project i will always be thankful for and the amount of folks that were so excited about it that it got translated into a few languages is really incredible so it was a good learning experience i got to meet a lot of great artists um I think it's still archived somewhere. And a while ago, I reached out to the website saying, hey, if there's anybody who still can manage this, all the credits have been lost. Here's what I could research uh, because it's been a while. Could you update the site? So credit is given where it's due. And I don't even remember where it's archived
0: now. So I don't know if they did it. Hmm. It's in a few places. I know it's definitely on archive.org because, you know, what isn't? (laughs) But outside of that. Uh, you once answered well, you once answered a question in the Bumblecast about a Sonic and Aliens crossovers. Quite dark. I enjoy it. Wait, wait, that episode's not even out yet. Wait, we've talked about it before. Never mind. <laughs> Let's bring more terror this time. Nightmare on Elm Street. How would a light or dark crossover between the two go? I'm kind of scared for the latter part, but if I'm going down, I'm bringing everyone with me. <laughs> uh, not
1: super familiar with that because I was never into... The horror movies, schlocky or otherwise. <laughs> but I think I know the general premise. And I think Freddy would be number one, absolutely going after the cast because they're all children. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once Sonic figures out that he's coming for you in his dreams and that's where he's his most powerful, then he's just going to go buck wild. It's basically now a new storybook game. It's just you're in the dreamscape and. <laughs> Sonic can do what he wants because it's a dream. Sonic and the dream
0: warriors.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Freddy is like playing with the whole unlimited scope of dreams and is going to freaking murder Sonic until Sonic goes, oh, wait, no, it's a dream. I'm super now. Oh, guess <laughs> what? I'm hyper
0: now, bitch. And you know, Wins. <laughs> Don't forget the power glove. Wait, no, wrong, wrong franchise, wrong system, wrong manufacturer. With homing Dash being one of the most popular techniques in Frontiers, I'm wondering this. Was the move added intentionally? How long did you know about it, assuming you knew at least some of the behind-the-scenes stuff? If the move itself reappears in the future, I'd be glad to welcome it.
1: I was not deeply involved with the mechanics of the game. I had enough of a context for uh, the story purposes, but I was not there for any of the under-the-hood stuff. You know, So any move designs, any... Uh, greater thinking with the game construction. I don't know.
0: Mm -hmm -hmm. All right. And uh, do you think we'll ever get an official book about Sonic glitches across the games? I do wonder how many of the glitches are given official names. Some might be identical to what the fandom already gave them, but we never know.
1: No, because glitches are mistakes. They're errors, and some of them can be replicated, but they're not something to necessarily be... Documented in the way that you're thinking. Like, if you're thinking of stuff like Wekina and Ashura and all those, that's entirely fandom. That is not remotely official. It's not intentional either. Yeah. There's no, there's not going to be an encyclopedia documenting every possible permutation of a pallet glitch or running into a wall and getting stuck in the geometry or any of that. So, no, that, that will never happen.
0: No, probably not. The Starline Isekai adventure continues as he lands in the world of Roger Rabbit. How does it go? Would he be freaked out? Probably not. To see realistic people and cartoon characters living together? What does he think about the dip? Here's the interesting conundrum with this is technically
1: Starline is a cartoon character himself. Yeah. But within the context of his own world, he's not.
0: Yeah. So would he be animated or no? Yeah. Yeah. That is, yeah. Hmm. Interesting thought. For the
1: sake of this one, I would say that he, to become, to get into alignment with this particular dimension, he has to conform with what is most uh, like him in the world. So he would be a cartoon. Yeah. Which would be a little off-putting for him at first because it would feel different, I would imagine. But once he got over that initial culture shock, reality shock, mm-hmm. and realizes that he can now tap into Toon Logic. (laughs) Oh, no. You basically have Judge Doom 2.0. Oh, no. Uh, And, you know, he would do his darndest to take over Toontown and weaponize this new untapped potential within himself and this adjacent dimensional energy until, you know, some comedic series of events basically has him strapped to a giant novelty nacho and dropped into a vat of dip
0: (laughs) delicious my favorite nachos starline nachos how did sonic return to his world from the book world did he ask merlina and shara or did he blue skidoo we can too back to his world
1: (laughs) oh man i'm having flashbacks about that (laughs) lots of summers babysitting the little brothers and oh no yeah Blue's Clues actually was a solid kid show. Okay. okay. That that was not hard to watch as a young teen adult. That was better than it had any right to be. Anyway, uh, I mean, they're both magical enchanters who brought him in. So I would assume they could send him back or maybe. maybe by reaching the end of the story that
0: concludes the magic
1: of the realm and Sonic was returned.
0: I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Fascinating. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they just closed the book and he popped back out. <laughs> like, oh, you don't fit in there when the book's closed. Pop.
1: <laughs> or maybe after that whole line of,
0: eh, wish for as many handkerchiefs as you need.
1: Charles' sure, like, yeah, you can go now. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> I've defeated all your plans to keep everyone alive in stagnation. You good, Marlena?
0: Yeah, get
1: out. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> and our last question from Hero Squad. What would Serge's reaction on discovering Tesla coils be like? Would she try to make music? Would she find it interesting? Villains do need something to entertain themselves when they got nothing to do sometimes.
1: I think she'd just try to find a way to incorporate it into herself so she could shoot more lightning. Well, I mean Can she power herself up off these things? Can she rip them out of the ground and beat Sonic with them? How can she cause more mischief and mayhem with
0: these zappy zappies? We need all the zappy zappies. Yes, please. Give me more Surge zappy Zappies Zappies. <laughs> but she might also, you know, recreate the Sonic Spinball Options theme. <laughs> you know what?
1: She just might.
0: Yep, yep. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> That's going to do it for this mini Thank
1: you to Hero Squad for sponsoring this Bumblecast mini. If you want one of your own, head over to patreon.com slash bumblecast, ko bumblecast, or become a YouTube member. Be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and we will see you next time on the Bumblecast.